Good day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM. I'm your host, Marius Jigau, and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, is it relevant today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as using suspenders? For the last two weeks we've been looking into a topic that has many baffled. Why does God allow bad things to happen? Why are school shootings happening in the States almost every week now? And why did my friend Danilo die in a car accident at only 29 when he was such an amazing person? The first thing we discovered was that God does not take any responsibility for the existence of evil in the world today, and that this was the decision of his enemy Satan. We also discovered that the reason that God allowed evil even to be a possibility was because he desired to have beings that were capable of love. Love cannot exist in the absence of freedom of choice. You cannot force love. Therefore, in order to make creatures that were not robots and had to do exactly what he said, but that were capable of love, there would need to be risk. The outcome was that one of the beings he created, Lucifer, chose to try set up a new government based on selfishness and to rebel against God. I then asked the question, why didn't God do what I would have done in his place and squish Satan like a bug? We discovered that the heavenly beings would then have served God out of fear and love again would have become impossible. Today, we will look into how and why this evil came to planet Earth. Why was this allowed here? And the big question, why hasn't God put an end to all of this already? We'll examine these questions just after these songs.
fount of every blessing Tune my heart to sing thy grace Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for songs of loudest praise Teach me some melodious sonnet Sung by flaming tongues above Praise the mount, I'm fixed upon it Mount of thy redeeming love Here I raise my Ebenezer Here by thy great help I've come And I hope by thy good pleasure Safely to arrive at home Jesus sought me when a stranger Wandering from the fold of God He to rescue me from danger Interposed his precious blood sinning, I shall see thy lovely face, clothed then in blood-washed linen, how I'll sing thy sovereign grace. Come, my Lord, no longer tarry, take my ransom soul away, send thine now to carry me to realms of endless day. Oh, to grace, how great a debtor daily I am constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, oh, take and seal it, seal it for thy courts above here's my heart oh take and seal it seal it for thy courts above welcome back to is it relevant today you're listening to Maria Strigo and today we're looking at the existence of evil And we're now asking, why is it here on earth? In Genesis chapter 2 verse 9, we discover something that God did at creation, which is interesting and even questionable. If you would like to review this verse or any other verse we use in the show today, please go to our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? 
Genesis 2 verse 9 reads, The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden there was the tree of life and there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When God created mankind, he did not intend them to even know about the existence of evil. In a similar way to how we don't want our children to even know about the fact that there is such a thing as torture and child slavery. My wife Gabrielle and I have a son who is 18 months old and another child who is on the way. In fact, we're finding out the gender on the last week of September and I'm really looking forward to that. I have no intention of telling any of my children the horrible things that I know that happen in the dark corners of this world. This leads us to the question, why did God even create such a thing as the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? We'll explore this question just after these songs. Be still, my soul Yeah. 
When my wounds don't heal Lord, I humbly kneel Hidden in You Lord, You are my life So I don't mind to die Just as long as I'm Hidden in You If I could just sit with you a while If you could just hold me Nothing could touch me Though I'm wounded, though I die If I could just sit with you I need you to hold me Moment by moment Till forever passes by Just sit with you a while If you could just hold me Nothing could touch me Though I'm wounded, though I die If I could just sit with you a while I need you to hold me Moment by moment Till forever passes by Just sit with you a while I need you to hold me 
moment by moment till forever passes by moment by moment till forever passes by Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Gio, and today we're looking at why evil exists. More specifically, why does it exist here on earth today? We've discovered so far that evil is the result of Lucifer's choice to go against God's government. We also discovered that to create creatures capable of love, there would need to be freedom of choice. And this freedom was exercised by Lucifer, who chose to attempt to establish a government based on selfishness. When God created this world, he made the tree called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And now we're looking into why he did this. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17, it reads, And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. I'm not sure about your experience, but as far as I've seen, whenever you tell a child not to do something, it's almost like the thing they now want to do the very most in the whole wide world is the thing that you told them not to do. Is this what happened with Adam and Eve? Was God telling them not to eat of the tree that he put there in the first place, inevitably going to end in disaster? Why did God put that tree there in the first place? As is the answer to most of the tricky questions I've found relating to God, it actually boils down to love. God loved Adam and Eve and he didn't want to force them to follow his desire for them. By putting that tree there, what God was essentially saying was, I have created this wonderful home for you. I love you deeply and I have created a space where you will know nothing but freedom, joy and love. I want you to live according to the selfless government that I run because this is the way in which you will be happy. Everyone will be looking out for everyone else and you will not even need to know about the existence of evil. This is the life that I have laid out for you for which you can freely have if you choose to follow me. But I will not force you. I will not make you do what I say. If you want to choose to side with my enemy, you can make this choice at this tree. If the tree was not there, Adam and Eve would have had no choice but to follow God. The reason God put it there in the first place was not to tempt them, but that they may have the option to choose for themselves if they want to serve him or not. Could all the evil we see today simply be the result of eating a piece of fruit? I thought fruit was meant to be good for you. What made this fruit so bad? We'll find this out just after these songs. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be Ever true 
The serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The fall of mankind is described in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 to 5. So let's have a closer look at the question, Was this just about fruit? My wife is one of the few people on earth that absolutely can't stand mangoes. It's something I cannot even begin to understand, and she insists that the forbidden fruit were most definitely mangoes. So, could this all have been about mangoes? Satan said three statements in this dialogue, and each one of them contains a lie, and within that lie is another subtle lie about the character of God. So let's explore these. The first thing that Satan said was this, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? What God had actually said was that you may eat from every tree in the garden except one. But the way Satan put it was to emphasize the one tree that they could not eat from. But I like that Eve picks up on this and says, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said you shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. The first subtle lie that Satan said about the character of God is that God is restrictive. Why won't he let you eat from every tree? I'm not sure about you, but I imagine there to have been tens of thousands of trees in the garden and only one of them was forbidden. Going into the next thing that Satan said, Eve would have now had the question on her mind, is it possible that God is restrictive? The enemy then lies again and says, you will not surely die. Now what does this say about God? If I told you this water is poisonous and someone next to me said, no, 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 that's not true, that water is perfectly safe, what are they actually saying about me? The answer is, they're saying that I'm a liar. And this is exactly what Satan did. In saying that you will not surely die, what he was actually saying is that God is a liar. So going on to the next thing that he said to Eve, she would have had in her mind that God may be restrictive and that he may actually be a liar. The enemy then said, For God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now while part of this statement is true, the part that you will be like God most definitely was not. And behind this statement is the lie that God is simply looking out for himself. Essentially, what Satan was saying was that God is restrictive and that he is a liar and that the only reason he's keeping this from you is because he is looking out for himself. Now Eve looked at the fruit and with these three lies swirling around in her mind, she chose to eat. 
By eating the fruit, she was not simply taking a bite of a mango or an apple or a dragon fruit, but she was, through her actions, stating that she believed that God was like the way the enemy made him out to be. In fact, Satan made God out to be exactly like he himself was. He is the one that is restrictive, who is a liar and who only looks out for himself. But he deceived Eve into believing that God, in fact, had these satanic characteristics himself. The decision that Adam and Eve made led us to the world that we have today. After these songs, we'll find out just why God has allowed all of these things to continue going on.
Let us worship and bow down and kneel before the Lord, our Maker. Come, let us worship and bow down and kneel before the Lord, our Maker. Worship and bow down and kneel before the Lord, our Maker. Come, let us worship and bow down and kneel before the Lord, our Maker. He is our God. He is our God. We are the people. And bow down and kneel before the Lord, our Maker. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. You're listening to Marius Chigao, and today we've been looking at one of the hardest questions Christians struggle with. Why is there so much suffering in the world today if God is all-powerful and loving? We have discovered that it really boils down to love, and the fact that God wanted to create creatures that were capable of love. 
to do this, he had to give his creation the freedom of choice. The Satan chose to use this freedom and go against God's government. And not only that, but to deceive Adam and Eve about the character of God here on this world. We discovered that by eating the fruit, Eve chose to believe that God is a restrictive liar who is looking out for himself. And in this way, they joined their lot to Satan's government. Which brings us to the question, why does God allow this to keep going on? The answer to this question is that God doesn't want this to ever happen again throughout all eternity. To ensure this, he is allowing Satan's government, the one based on selfishness, to fully mature. The entire universe must witness what happens when one rejects God's government, which is based on selflessness. Satan's last hope was to argue that no one here can keep the law of God throughout his life. For this reason, Jesus came to this world to show us that even in a world marred by sin for thousands of years, one can still live a selfless life according to the will of God. Our world will be a witness throughout the ages as to what rebelling against God results in, and thus we will ensure that this will never happen again. We are told in Revelation chapter 21 verses 3 to 4, And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them, and he will be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Suffering has been permitted for a time now, but soon this will be over, and a universe capable of love without suffering or pain will result. I believe that understanding these truths is still relevant today. But for now, thanks for listening, and don't forget to visit our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today, and give us a big thumbs up, and be sure to tune in next week at the same time. I'm Marius Jigao, God bless, and I hope you have a magnificent day. be changed, renewed, flowing from the grace that I found in you. And Lord, I've come to know the weaknesses I see in me will be stripped away. By the power of your love Hold me close Let your love surround me Bring me near Draw me to your side Spirit leads me on in the power of your love. 
You've been listening to Is It Relevant Today? If you have any questions or comments, please leave them on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? But for now, thanks for listening and we look forward to seeing you next week. I love to tell the story T'will be my theme in glory To tell the old, old story Of Jesus and His love